Paper Beats Rock, but Scissors Beats the Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. A Medicare podcast that brings a tear to the eye. Trying to cram 10 pounds of Medicare into a 5-pound bag, it's Medicare expert Doug Jones. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's another exciting, thrill-packed episode of Medicare for the Lazy Man podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, You don't have to be lazy to be here. Actually, it helps not to be lazy, but uh, I know many of the ladies in the audience would be uh, bristling at uh, the accusation of laziness. And I want to tell you that the the, uh, description, the podcast name the name of my book medicare for the lazy man 2020 all of that is just a result of my looking in the mirror one day and saying hey you know i could take a nap or i could uh, help people through medicare i think i'll help people through medicare today and take a nap tomorrow so that's where the name lazy man came from but i want to assure you that if you were to go to amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com, you would find a book that will help you become a Medicare expert in very short order. If you're confused by Medicare, really have no idea what you're talking about or what you're what you're uh, looking at, if you're thinking about the uh, transition you're going to be making from Obamacare into Medicare, then go buy my book. Let's say, let's say you go uh, to Amazon.com and you search for Medicare for the Lazy Man 2022. You're going to find a hardcover version suitable for libraries and uh, high-end collections, you know, first edition collections. Uh, you're going to find a paperback, which uh, is so reasonably priced that any budget will be able to afford it. It's going to be about $8 on amazon.com and then if you wish to use your kindle or your uh, electronic reading device you can buy that version for less than four dollars and if you prefer to have me read the book to you i will do that for you for a very small amount i don't remember what the cost is six dollars or something like that for the audible version so you will eventually have a book in your hands that will cause you to know more about Medicare than anybody else you know, generally speaking. You might know a legislator or something, somebody that studied uh, the legal uh, aspects of Medicare. But uh, generally speaking, you're going to know more about Medicare than almost anybody in the United States. Now, in order to encourage people to buy the book and to learn my uh, take on Medicare. Uh, we came up with a 30-second radio spot that's been played in several major cities across the United States, and I often ask that it be played during our episode. So I'm going to be quiet now and hope that we can hear that 30-second radio spot. Medicare is complicated. Medicare can be confusing. Medicare is no fun to study. Will you know what decisions to make when Medicare time arrives for you? My name is Doug Jones, and I wrote a book to help you figure it all out. Medicare for the Lazy Man. It's on sale at Amazon and BarnesandNoble.com. Also, you can download and listen to my podcast, Medicare for the Lazy Man, wherever fine podcasts are given away free of charge. Medicare for the Lazy Man, simplest and easiest guide ever. 
Ah, yes, music to my ears. Uh, that five-man magical band that provided the music bed. I never get tired of hearing those guys. Randy, talk to me today. How are you? I'm good. You know, I'm I had, glad to hear I, it. I, I got to tell you, Doug, there's a couple things bothering me today. One is, as I got up this morning, I looked out the window, and guess what I saw? Uh, you saw a beautiful blue sunny sky with not nary a cloud anywhere in sight. Is that correct? No. Well, you might have gotten up. <laughs> I thought you got up earlier than I did. It's a little on the cloudy side out there, isn't it? There, I saw clouds. What I'm... in the heck is happening here? And and by the way, guess yes. what else happened? Uh, it rained. Yes. But okay, that's is not that what all. Oh, okay. That's not all. As, um, as I got up and I stuck my foot out the door, it was only eighty degrees. I had to I had to go back and put my mucklucks on and a sweater. Yeah, but you know, all of our friends and neighbors have been whining and complaining all summer long. We want to we want to have the weather not be so hot anymore. So now we finally have an eighty degree day. And it should be cause for celebration, but apparently in your house or in your world, it's not. I absolutely have become so accustomed to the high temperatures in the desert that 80 degrees feels not extremely cool, but it does. Feel, it strikes me when I step out as being cool. Well, you and I have been working together for many years now, like four or five years, and I'm going to say, see four and a half years i think it is um you're you're going to have trouble in january <laughs> in december oh maybe. yeah you want you next time you know when you see me on the screen as we you know roll into the studio to record a podcast i'm going to be sitting here with a freaking ski jacket on and a and a hat and maybe even goggles well uh, you know, I, I have to say that um, you sound like I used to do uh, when I needed to go out and plow snow on my big 1954 Ford farm tractor. Um, my parents had mercy on me, and so they got me a snowmobile suit. And uh, I wore goggles, except that the goggles all steamed up, and uh, it was just a nightmare. <laughs> so I finally went out and bought myself a Jeep and a plow so I could uh, plow in relative uh, warmth and comfort. But what you just described sounds like the way I used to protect myself in the winter in Illinois, which is a hell of a lot more uh, disgusting than the winter in Arizona is. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I imagine that it did dawn on you back in the day, but just in case it didn't, riding a 54 Ford tractor or whatever brand it was with a blade on the front in a snowsuit is yep. not nearly as fun as on a snowmobile. No, you're absolutely correct. A snowmobile goes a lot faster. It gets you where you yeah. want to go. It gets yeah. you to the next bar. I mean, after having owned a ski hill in Wisconsin, I know that the reason for snowmobiles is to get you from one bar to the next yes. bar. Yes, it, and, is. Uh, it is. Absolutely. And my absolutely. model... My Ford Model NAA farm tractor did not get me to any bars whatsoever, but I had such a large amount of uh, driveway and parking areas. I mean, it was a country estate with 14 buildings, and all of these things had driveways leading up to them or parking areas that had to be plowed. So it was a major time killer. Every time it wanted, it started to snow, I wanted to crawl under my bed and just wait until you know spring came, but I couldn't do that. Yeah. So I, I do have a fun now. Lot lot of things you may already know, but just in case you don't, I'm going to share it. 
you know how now this you may think this is entirely too much information for this morning but do you know how to keep your goggles from fogging up i'm guessing that you spit on them you're that's right that's what we used to do in swimming uh, when we would swim with goggles yeah yeah uh, yeah i don't know what it is about the human saliva that protects them from fogging up though i don't well i don't know what the actual chemical is but Skin divers with uh, ma- anybody with a mask that ke- uh-huh. has to keep it from fogging, that's the technique. Yeah. And uh, once again, it's um, apparently effective because I remember doing it as a kid, but I don't know why. I don't know what chemical is in human saliva that would stop it from fogging up. I will say, though, that I've heard many, many, many times that um, uh, that theory about jellyfish stings and somebody urinating on the, on the uh, affected human uh you know leg or whatever got stung is supposed to take the sting or the pain out of the uh the sting area and uh, i read recently that that's just a bunch of crap well yeah the only thing it could possibly do is take your attention away from the sting because somebody's weeing on your foot <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's standing around pointing and laughing <laughs> Yeah, good. You know, that's not going to do a damn bit of good for his foot. But boy, is it fun watching. Him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm with you. Then. That's so it's a source of entertainment. And that's about it. Well, absolutely. Speaking of entertainment, I have some Medicare entertainment. I scrounged up today. Mostly odds and ends is a collection of Medicare items that I've uh run across recently and i just want to share them with the audience now you're going to have to make um faces at me or wave in the air or something like that because i didn't set my little clock uh when at the start of the episode so i figure we're probably about 10 minutes in is that correct randy well we are actually we have uh we are ted yeah we're not quite 10 minutes in but i i I can also, you know, like they used to do at night when the TV was ready to go up. Oh, yeah. I I could come in and play the Star Spangled Banner if you want. If you would do that and then put a picture of an Indian with all kinds of weird designs around it. Yes, uh, I could do that. I'd feel right at home because that's what happened about 11 o'clock every night in Chicago when I was a kid. The TV's off again? Holy crap. Yeah, the same way in Omaha. Well, I will definitely keep you posted on the time and I'll be while you're doing the podcast, I'm going to be looking for a picture of an Indian uh, so that I can appropriately show on the screen that your time is up. Excellent. I'll look forward to that. And meantime, I'm sure the crickets are capable of telling me when the uh, when the time is up, too. Well, actually, that's true. (laughs) anyway so back to our little medicare um fact factoid uh, hunt for today i ran across a few articles that pretty much confirm what i warn people about with medicare advantage plans i love to sell medicare supplement plans because they offer people complete freedom of choice and uh, uh, the people who are covered by a medicare supplement plan are able to go to any doctor any medical practitioner that takes medicare patients and that's going to be like 94 percent of all practitioners in fact the primary categories of hospitals that don't take medicare uh reimbursement are va hospitals and um, children's hospitals and mental hospitals i believe 
although I, I could be wrong about the mental hospitals. Otherwise, you're going to find that every hospital in America accepts Medicare for reimbursement of someone's medical expenses. The same thing goes true with doctors. Almost every doctor in practice in America accepts Medicare. And therefore, if you have a Medicare supplement, they will accept that Medicare supplement as payment for the portion of your bill that Medicare won't pay. And that's going to include a small deductible and then 20% that goes on forever and then starts over again the following year with a small deductible and then 20% is on the patient, 80% is on Medicare. So that's the way it works typically. If you have a Medicare Advantage plan, it's totally different. You have to use the providers in their list, the providers that they've contracted with in order to be treated and uh, to uh, have most of the bill paid by the Medicare Advantage plan. So you have, you're pretty much trapped in their network. Now, if you've got an HMO, you're definitely trapped. And the only way you can ever get paid for going to an, uh, a doctor or hospital uh, that's not in the HMO network is if it's an emergency situation. And if you can prove it to their satisfaction that it was an actual emergency, and if you can stop them from trying to weasel out of paying for it by saying that, Nah, that really wasn't that serious a deal, and you should have waited until you got home and could see your regular doctor. That's what sometimes these insurance companies try to do when you have an emergency medical situation. And the other uh, aspect we're looking at here is you might have a Medicare Advantage plan that's a PPO, which stands for Preferred Provider Organization. Well, you can get part of your cost paid for by out-of-network doctors. Uh, if you're treated by out-of-network or uh, doctors or hospitals, but you're going to pay them a lot more money out of pocket than you would have to pay if you use the hospitals and uh, and or doctors that are actually in the PPO network. So if you've got a Medicare Advantage plan, you're going to be penalized either substantially or 100% if you seek medical treatment outside of the plan's network. And so what happens when the plan has a problem with its doctors, its contracted doctors, its hospitals um, and providers that are in the network? Well, those people are allowed to walk away from the plan anytime their contracts run out or anytime there's a dispute and the uh, contract is not renewed, you're SOL if your doctor happens to be one of those doctors that's in the plan and you've been uh, using his services and all of a sudden he is not part of the plan anymore because of a contract dispute or a contract um, expiration. And what you have then is the task of looking at the company's list, the medical plans list and finding a new doctor, or you can continue to see your old doctor, but you would have to pay 100% of the bill. And that's not an appealing uh, thought for most people. So every once in a while, I run across warnings that certain uh, plans are about to lose some of the providers that their members have been counting on, maybe for years and years. Who knows? But uh, I've got two articles here. One says um, the updates to um, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois HMO Networks. 
uh, effective January 1st of 2023. Um, effective on that date, medical group number 410, which is PEF Clinic Limited, will no longer be in the HMO Illinois, Blue Advantage HMO, Blue Precision HMO, or Blue Focus Care Provider Networks. Members will be asked to choose a medical group by November 1st, or else Blue Cross Blue Shield will just assign one for them and for any affected family members. Now, this says applies to all groups, including individuals and families. So I'm guessing that it also applies to Medicare. doesn't say specifically it applies to Medicare, but it sounds to me as though it does. And having gotten this notice, I know that most insured people that have one of these networks, and I'll read the four networks in Illinois again, the Blue Cross Blue Shield, HMO Illinois, Blue Advantage HMO, Blue Precision HMO, or Blue Focus Care. Those networks uh, will no longer be able to have the services of the PEF Clinic Limited. And, um, and so then they're saying uh, they're going to notify HMO groups and individual members of the network changes by mail. Well, I'm sure that you would love to get a, a letter in the mail from Blue Cross Blue Shield saying that your doctor is no longer going to be paid for. If you want to go see that doctor again, you're going to have to uh, pay the bill yourself. Um, so then I've got a list of all of the doctors and uh, physicians practices that are affected by this unified physicians network. Um, it's uh, independent physicians at mercy is merging with, Unified Physicians Network, uh, Focus Care Members Only, Unified. I don't know what this list means. I suppose if I had Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, I would recognize these names. But there's a whole list of doctors that are changing their relationship with the um, Blue Cross Blue Shield uh, medical plans and their HMO networks. And I predict that that's going to cause some angst amongst their, their uh, members. Again, uh, in a Blue Cross Blue Shield plan, this time in Texas, there's an announcement here that the BSA Health System is negotiating new contracts with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Texas. And this is in Amarillo, which is a fairly sizable town in the uh, Texas panhandle. So it says BSA Health System in Amarillo notified us that they will terminate our contracts if we don't agree to their demands for higher prices. We think these demands are unreasonable. Our hope is to reach an agreement that meets the needs of our members and the local businesses we serve and compensates, and we think it compensates BSA fairly. Our goal is to protect our members and customers while providing access to quality care at affordable rates. Now, why it matters, if we don't sign new contracts, BSA hospitals, doctors, and surgery centers will, will no longer be in these provider networks starting December 8th of 2022. And here are the networks that they're going to be dropping out of. The PAR plan, Blue Choice PPO, Blue Essentials, and Blue Advantage HMO. And I'm pretty sure that the uh, 
the uh, rules are the same as they were in Illinois. If your doctor or your uh, surgical center or your hospital has dropped out of the, the uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield Texas uh, plan that they were in, they will assign you new doctors if you don't choose from their list on your own. As a customer-owned health insurance industry leader in Texas for 90 years, we work with doctors and hospitals to find solutions that are in the best interest of our members. We advocate on our members' behalf for high-quality, cost-effective health care. It's a responsibility that we take very seriously. So it says here, I, I predicted it. I should have just read. If BSA leaves our networks, we will do everything we can to help members move their care to quality, cost-effective, convenient in-network doctors, hospitals, and surgery centers. Members have several ways to find in-network care. You can look online. You can uh, call the customer service number on your ID card. Now, care for ongoing conditions. Members being treated for pregnancy, disability, or acute condition or life-threatening illnesses may qualify as a continuity of care patient. This means they may still be able to receive care at in-network rates at the BSA uh, chain of hospitals, doctors, and surgical centers, even after it leaves our networks. To find out if they are eligible, members can call the number on their ID card for more information. So if I'm somebody in that position, if I'm uh, looking at long-term treatment for a chronic medical condition, I'm inclined to think that I'd be very upset at having the relationship with my doctor um, yanked away, just having it go away because of a contract dispute and my uh, uh, insurance company all of a sudden saying, hey, we got new rules. You have to play by our rules. The law says so. Now, the only real um, the only real solution that you have, the only you know bright, uh, light at the end of the tunnel is every year at the um, open enrollment or uh, AEP, the annual election period, is you have the right to pick a new Medicare Advantage plan, and that plan that you pick would become effective on January 1st the following year. So between uh, October 15th and December 7th, you can apply for a different Medicare Advantage plan, one presumably that has your doctors in mind or in uh, their networks, and that may solve your problem, and then you can relax. On the other hand, what happens when their contracts with that plan expire? So I'm inclined to think that that's a temporary solution. What I would encourage people to do is to consider the Medicare supplement choice when you enter Medicare, or if you're if you're able to show evidence of uh, good health, consider switching to a Medicare supplement and de or disenrolling from your <clears throat> Medicare Advantage plan. You'll have to pay a fairly small amount of premium going forward every month, as opposed to uh, you know free or tiny amount of premium that you may pay now. But nobody will ever come and take your doctors and hospitals away from you when you have a Medicare supplement plan. As long as those people accept Medicare as uh, reimbursement, you'll be able to be covered uh, for the medical expenses that you need uh, protection from. So where do we stand? I didn't hear any crickets, and I, I yacked until I ran out of things to yak about, Randy. The crickets 
have spoken a couple <laughs> they minutes didn't, ago. They didn't speak to me, though. I no, like it when they I, speak to me. I, I kept them off the air, but I, I thought this was a great episode, Doug. This highlighted exactly the freaking reason that you want to stay away from Medicare Advantage plans. This back in the day, okay, you know, I was raised on a ranch out in the middle of nowhere. You know what we used to call this back in the day in Nebraska? I don't know, Randy. What was that? You are over a barrel if you are part of a Medicare Advantage plan. And I'm telling you, folks, being over a barrel, especially when someone else is controlling your health care and your life, is not a good place. Yeah, that's the problem with these Advantage plans. They can change at a moment's notice during the course of a year, and you can't do a thing about it if you're a member of that plan. You've got to roll with the punches until the annual election period comes around when you're allowed to pick a new plan. Okay, so I've got a question. Now, granted, I'm I'm dreaming this up to some extent, but I think it's a it's an absolute possibility that it would happen, not only out in western Nebraska where there's nobody, but out in Texas where there's nobody. Right. Okay, so let's let's say, for example, one of these folks that uh, signed on to the Medicare Advantage plan that's going to drop them on their head. Um, let's say that okay, fine, we'll go find another doctor, but where they're located, there isn't any, or the other doctor in town has more patience than he can possibly shake a stick at. What do they do? Well, that's the uh, that's the the barrel that they would be pulled over in your uh, uh, your story, your example. Um, there is a limited amount of things that can be done, and this is why I wish more people were aware uh, out in rural areas that Medicare supplement is the way to go because uh, there aren't that many doctors around. But if you have a Medicare supplement, you're holding all the cards. The doctors are actually happier to see you than if you were a Medicare Advantage patient who uh, the doctor will see you for a pittance because he made yeah. uh, he signed away his life to the Medicare Advantage plan, expecting a bigger flow of patients, but realizing a smaller amount of profit from each patient. So, oh, yeah. So it's, it's all, you know, back in the really it all backs up to the point that the only way a doctor would ever want to be in in a Medicare Advantage program is that he wants to up his uh, volume of patients. He's certainly not going to up his volume of income because he's going to get like, uh, I don't know what, 39 cents per patient, but he has to (laughs) see 4,000 of them a day. It's going to be something uh, very small and not exciting for the doctor. And so volume, volume, volume is where he makes it up. But the whole thing is exactly as you described. If you're out in a small town and there aren't that many doctors, and if you belong to a Medicare Advantage plan that has one of those doctors um, captured, uh, then you're not going to, uh, uh, you know, if the if the doctor's uh, contract runs out, you're not going to have uh, any options. Uh, without hopping in your truck and then driving for a half a day. Well, that's exactly what happened to us. You know, back in the day in my little in my little hometown, there was this doctor and there was that doctor. Yeah. And and then soon soon the that doctor died, so we only had this doctor. And then pretty soon this doctor died and we had no doctor. So then we had to get in the pickup truck. Well, this is why I suggest that people consider, strongly consider, Medicare supplement plans when they're going to turn 65, 
they're so good and so desirable that you can't just get them anytime you want to. You have to pick your move very carefully while you're still healthy. Otherwise, uh, you will have lost your opportunity to have the choice of any doctors within a reasonable distance from you. So that's my recommendation, and that's what I tell all my clients. Stick with Medicare Supplement. You'll be glad you did if something bad happens. Not everybody with a Medicare Advantage plan has has uh, huge disappointments, but enough people do that I feel confident that uh, it's a good advice to recommend that people stay away from Medicare Advantage plans. Exactly, exactly. Well, as you as you know, the crickets have chirped. We need to go ahead and wrap it up for today. We are out of gas, we're out of steam, and we're out of time. So bottom line is let's wrap it up. But before we do, let's talk about something that I do every time. Please write Doug. He gets so disappointed and so depressed when I put out, get him in the studio. And I say, did you get any mail today? And he's no. Going, no. <laughs> so anyway, get your pencil out. Write Doug at dbj at mlmmailbag.com. And what I'm suggesting people write him about is questions on Medicare, obviously. I mean, we cover a lot of territory on Medicare, but we maybe we've maybe we've missed something that you would really like to know. So write Doug a letter, dbj at mlmmailbag.com, and he will answer you. He promises. So he loves to do it. We've already talked about the books up front, so let's not touch on that again. But thanks for joining us. And we have just spent about 32 and a half minutes with Doug Jones up in his fortress of solitude in Cave Creek, Arizona, that he moved to from Oklahoma, where he was born and raised. But he is now way up in the mountains, up in the high altitudes, and he is actually working on his high altitude mountain guide license. And I don't know where he's at with that, but let's ask him about that next time. What do you say? Bye bye, everyone.